another four-game slate in the NBA, but we're taking a more positive approach to this one. Earlier in the week, on Monday, we had a four-game slate. We were a little down about it. It didn't go very well. I'm taking more of the mental approach of I'm going to be positive about the slate, and I'm going to have positive results. Yeah, I mean, I I like this slate a lot better than the other one, to be fair. I think that this is actually one of the more fun four-game slates that we've had this season, so it's definitely going to be a profitable one. And the reason it's a more more fun one is because of the Celtics and the Warriors. We will be without Kyrie Irving. We will be without Marcus Smart. We will be without Steph Curry, Draymond Green. There is a lot of big news on this slate. In fact, it feels like the news section is the same size as it often is for an 8 or 10 game slate. Yeah, no, there are a ton of names on the injury news uh, here today. But the good news is, is we know the status of pretty much all but two players that really make a big impact. So let's just talk first off before we get to the rest of the news about the Celtics rotation and the Warriors rotation, because the Celtics have seen their price greatly increase. I don't think the Warriors really saw the same thing, but you see Terry Rozier, you see Marcus Morris, you see Jason Tatum, their price is a lot higher than they have been as of late. How do you see that rotation working out tonight? Uh, I mean, I, I wish I knew for sure, but I, you know, I think the rotations, you know, it's going to be Rozier's going to get a ton of minutes and have a ton of usage. Uh, but that, you know, the real issue here is the price point. Um, 7,300, like you said, it, it's, it's pretty high. And, you know, Mar- you know, Morris is going to have to play a lot. You know, the real question is what's going to happen if Al Horford sits also, who is also questionable in this game now? Well, yeah, I think that is the, the last domino that could fall because if Al Horford's out, you're going to see a ton of Greg Monroe and Aaron Baines. I think Monroe may come, become close to a must play, but we don't know that at this point. And so our must play, we both have the same guy. We're not going to change it because it's quite clear. You must play Kevin Durant tonight without Draymond or Steph Curry, right? Yeah, Kevin Durant, there's just absolutely no reason to not play him tonight. Uh, you know, he's going to love this game against the Lakers. Uh, you know, my projected usage rate on him is at 42% tonight. Uh, usually we consider the usage rate to be pretty high if it's around 30%. Uh, so look for all of the usage here. I mean, I truly think the floor is 65 to 70 points. Well, that's the thing is the Lakers are actually playing betters. Durant doesn't have two of his best players on his team, so it's more likely that he has to play more. His usage is through the roof. And, oh, yeah, the cherry on top, the Lakers are the worst team in the NBA against small forwards. Yeah, I mean, it's just all the things are there for success. And, you know, you look at the next most likely highest-scoring player on the slate, Durant is $1,500 cheaper than Giannis. I mean, it's just a complete no-brainer. you got to play Kevin Durant tonight. As for the rest of the news, Aaron Gordon questionable for the Magic. Dwayne Wade and Hassan Whiteside doubtful for the Heat again. Scal Abissier questionable for the Kings. Brandon Ingram is out for the Lakers. Kyle Kuzma is questionable. And then Patrick McCaw and David West are both out for the Warriors as well. And even Clay Thompson is questionable. Yeah, Clay Thompson is questionable too. And that's one that we still do need to keep an eye on. Uh, the thing that I'm really interested in in that game is if Clay sits, like we might be in a situation where Omri Caspi is uh, playing big minutes again. And he might already anyway, depending on how things shake out here. I don't know, Mike. It takes a lot for them to want to play Omri Caspi big minutes. I think he should have played a lot more than he has this year. I think he's a good basketball player, but his game log is just scattered with single digit minutes. No, it definitely is. I just, I think that this might be the spot for him. You know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm certainly going to be playing him in one of my tournament lineups, no matter what tonight, uh, because my data is telling me that he should play 25 minutes tonight. 
obviously it's been wrong before and it's difficult to project that for them, but he's someone I will have on my radar for sure. No, and I'm going to say flat out, I agree with your data that he should be playing that much. I just hope that the Warriors do. Let's go over to the sports line odds page. Lakers at Golden State. Warriors are seven and a half point favorites. We've got a 225.5 over under. Lakers are the worst team in the NBA against small forwards. You must play Kevin Durant. Who else are you playing out of this game? I, I will have a ton of people in this game. You know, obviously you see the, the projected total. It's the highest on the, of, you know, of the night by far. Both teams are playing up in pace, uh, in, in projection here. Uh, the Warriors obviously getting the biggest bump. Uh, but I will be looking to play the guards everywhere. Um, you know, Clay Thompson, if he plays, I'm going to play him. I'm going to have Lonzo Ball. I'm going to have Isaiah Thomas. Um, probably one strategy that I like there, if we're fading Terry Rozier, I, I could see playing Isaiah Thomas and Lonzo Ball together. Um, you know, knowing that one of the, they're both likely going to score, but one of the two is definitely going to have a big game. Yeah, and Isaiah Thomas actually starting to look more like Isaiah Tom- Thomas as of late. He's played at least 30 minutes in each of the last two Lakers games, 37.5 in that revenge game that he said was not a revenge game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, 27.8 last night against Denver. Now his price is getting up there a little bit at 6,600. Terry Rozier is $700 more than him on FanDuel. I think Terry Rozier is still the better play, right? Is Thomas contrarian? I, I think Thomas will probably be contrarian. Um, I, for me, it's really, really close. Um, I think that it really is going to kind of depend on the Al Horford news. If Horford is out, I think I'll probably lean towards Terry Rozier. If Horford is in, I will probably lean towards Isaiah Thomas. But I, I won't, you know, I'm not going to fight and argue any with anyone over, you know, I, I think it's really a matter of personal preference. They both have very similar upside, in my opinion, tonight. And on the Warriors side of thing, are we just going to stay away from their value bigs that could be filling in for Draymond Green? Do you have any interest in Jordan Bell and what should be his first game back? Uh, probably not going to play Jordan Bell at this point, but uh, yeah, probably not. I, I don't think I'm going to be looking to really any of the Warriors value at this point. Uh, the only scenario that could put me onto Warriors value is if we get news early that Clay Thompson is not going to play. Uh, then it's just going to have to be a calculation on this, and you'll have to get that on Sportsline. But I, I think that if Clay sits, you're probably going to have to play one of the Warriors' value guys. And like Mike said, you can get that on Sportsline with the promo code DFS Podcast. That will get you one month of gambling advice, of Mike's picks for PGA, for NBA, for what other sports, Mike? Uh, NASCAR. Um, then obviously MLB will be starting soon. So if you get signed up today, you're definitely going to get carried through for the first week of the baseball season, which, by the way, is the best time to get on board for baseball season. It is uh, You definitely want to be taking advantage of the first few weeks of MLB season. Absolutely, and I cannot wait until that gets started. Miami Heat, six-and-a-half-point favorites at Sacramento with a 209 over-under. This could have been a revenge game for Hassan Whiteside. Instead, we're left to contemplate whether we play Bam Adebayo who I guess in his last game was good. I mean, he was he was fine, but, man, he has not had a lot of luck scoring the basketball. Yeah, no, I, the, the upside has really kind of disappeared. Um, I don't want to believe that it's gone, but he really hasn't flashed it like he did early in the season. Uh, I do think that this is a matchup where he could, you know, come in and play well, but, man, you know, I... I don't see him even playing 25, 30 minutes tonight. I mean, you know, looking at this game log, even when the games when Whiteside was out, it's uh, it's pretty ugly. Um, 
Goran Dragic and De'Aaron Fox are both in that six to $6,500 range on FanDuel. Um, they both have upside from there. It's a better matchup for Dragic, certainly, than it is for Fox. But are you too intent on playing the Lakers, Warriors, and Celtics guards to consider one of these guys? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you want to play them in a tournament, it's certainly going to be contrarian tonight. The issue is I don't know that, like, the number of times that Drogic is going to score, say, 50 fantasy points in this matchup and Ball and the other guys are only going to score 25, it's, you know, a really unlikely outcome. So I don't think that you gain a ton by spending, you know, by, by dropping down to Drogic there. It kind of feels like the upside is Drogic does as well as the most popular picks, but there's not a huge upside for him to outscore those guys by a large margin. Right. Yeah. It's just pretty unlikely on this slate. Is there anyone in this game that you are excited to play then? Um, not at this point. Uh, I, I mean, it really depends on what happens with Clay Thompson. And we just got news that Al Horford is ruled out. So we're going to be focused on Boston even more when it comes to power forward and center now with Tatum, Baines. Well, Tatum is a small forward, but Baines, Greg Monroe. Uh, so for that reason, I probably am not super interested there. I mean, you know, Tyler Johnson, I could see if I'm going to play Drogic, I'd probably just drop down and play Tyler Johnson. But that, okay, let's just get to, let, let's get through one more game, then, and then we'll get to that Washington Boston game and fill out the rest of our lineups. Probably with that, <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks eight point favorites at Orlando, two hundred seven point five over under. Orlando bad at almost everything defensively. The Bucks have been very tough on shooting guards, but that's about it. A big tier now at center with Vooch is eighty six hundred. The next highest center that's even playing is sixty seven hundred. And really, I think it kind of feels like it comes down to, do you want to pay up for Vooch or do you want to play Greg Monroe? I, I think at this point, it's probably going to be Greg Monroe. Now, with that said, I do think that playing Vooch in a in a tournament is probably going to be a good strategy here. Uh, I think that it's certainly going to eat into his ownership. I don't, I can't see him being more than 15% owned now, honestly, because I, I do think that Greg Monroe or Baines will both be very chalky here. Uh, my problem with Vooch is 23 minutes against the Spurs, 29. Like, he's not playing 35, 38 like I would like him to. And he's been pretty inconsistent over the last two weeks of the season. So are we just kind of ignoring this game as well? Or is there a chance on FanDuel now with all of this value popping up that we're playing Kevin Durant and Giannis? Well, that's the thing. We we might be able to get them both in there. Um, it, you know, it's not going to be very easy, but there's a chance that we can get them both. Um, so that that's really where my interest lies with this game, though. If I'm playing anyone here, it's going to be Giannis, and I'm going to be building a Giannis and Durant lineup. Okay, so let's get to the final and most important game of the night, Washington Wizards at the Boston Celtics. Last I looked, and this may be changing as we speak, Washington two-and-a-half-point favorite with a 204.5 over under a couple of interesting things it wasn't for all of the celtics injuries we'd be talking about how this is the marquee versus marcus show and you know those guys are going to get a lot more shots up than they normally would going against each other but for let's just start with rank the celtics that you really want to play tonight for me i think it goes monroe and then rosier and then bain and then tatum uh yeah for me it's monroe number one for sure um you know, I like Baines, but the issue with Baines is you can't play them both on FanDuel. So he's probably going to have to fall to third. So I think I'm going to be in the exact same order uh, that you are there, except for I might prefer Marcus Morris over uh, Jason Tatum. 
I didn't make you give me a stay away of the night, but I, my stay away for the night was going to be Otto Porter. Uh, 7,400 doesn't feel like a terrible price until you realize that he has hit five times value at that price once in his last five games. And this definitely has a chance to be a game that gets away from the Celtics and turns into a Wizards blowout. And the Celtics are actually pretty good defensively. Jason Tatum, one of the things that's been most surprising is how well he's played defensively in his rookie year. I don't think I'm paying 7400 for Otto Porter, especially when I've got at small forward Durant, Giannis, and Tatum. Yeah, no, I think that makes a ton of sense. Uh, I, I I will be fading him as well. Uh, I'm going to make mine Vucevic now, just knowing that I have Greg Monroe or Baines, uh, knowing that it's possible to do a Durant-Giannis lineup if you want to now. Uh, I think that I, I'm probably not going to be paying up for Vuce at all tonight. So is there anyone on this Washington team? I mean, Bradley Beal's 8,200. That's obviously a position that the Celtics have been good against, but they don't have half their defense tonight, so maybe that doesn't matter as much. Uh, do you want to play Markeith against his brother? I mean, he's not going to like it if he looks on FanDuel and see that he's priced for $600 less than his brother. Right. No, if he sees that, I might want to squeeze him in a lineup. But uh, no, I'm probably not going to play him. I guess the only Wizard player that I could see playing tonight would be Marcin Gortat. Uh, Gortat is a guy that, you know, he's cheaper than Greg Monroe. Uh, I think he could be an interesting pivot. You know, again, the scenario in which he outscores him is probably pretty low, but the scenario in which he matches what Monroe does for $1,000 less, it, you know, that's something that could happen. Now, if you want to see which, who Mike's favorite plays are in every game on the slate, each and every night, you should tune in to CBS Sports HQ. Nick Costas does the preview show at 5 p.m. going over all of the NBA's action for the night, and he will have Mike's favorite DFS plays from every game. We've got lineups to figure out here. FanDuel, we have Lonzo Ball and Terry Rozier at point guard. We don't have any shooting guards. We have Kevin Durant and Giannis at small forward. We don't have any power forwards. We have Greg Monroe at center. That leaves 44.75. I'm open to the idea that we're not going to be able to do this. I'm hoping you're going to tell me some value plays that you would like to slide in in this type of build to where we can play Ball, Rozier, Durant, and Giannis. But I know if we can't, Giannis is the one we get rid of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think if we're going to try this, the first thing that we do is we probably have to put Bam in. Uh, I, I just think that Bam's going to be a, a guy that's going to be necessary if we're going to pull this off. I like it. I like it. Let's go over to shooting guard now and just kind of look below 4,500 and see if anything stands out to us um, as far as finding some type of value. I think the first name that kind of stands out to me is Wayne Ellington. In their last game at Portland without Dwayne Wade, he played 30 minutes. Now, he only scored 19 FanDuel points, but he certainly has upside from there. He'd scored 25 and 21 in his prior game. Yeah, no, Wayne Ellington is the guy that I've got circled here. I think that that makes the most sense. Uh, you know, giving yourself, you know, relatively high floor in terms of opportunity, at least, and, you know, usage and minutes. Uh, I think he's the absolute must play if we're doing this kind of a build. And now we are up to 4,800 remaining per player. We need a shooting guard and we need a power forward. Is there a player you like at either position this cheap? Uh, I mean, there's not necessarily a guy that I really, really love, but I, I do think that, you know, with the, uh, with the Celtics situation, uh, Abdel Nader, is he, he's, you know, 3,500. He's going to get more minutes here tonight. He only played seven minutes in the last game, but with this rotation, 
Do we think, do you think he's going to approach 20 minutes in this game? There are three guys that I think you can consider, and I, I believe there are three different positions, a shooting guard, a small forward, and a power forward. And of those three, I, I think all of them have a chance to be huge values tonight. Nader is one of them at 3,500 and shooting guard. At 3,500, at small forward, it's semi-Ojale. I don't think he is probably the most likely. And then the least likely and definitely the lowest owned, maybe, you may be the only guy that plays him, but it's the dancing bear, Gershon Yabaselli. He has just been called up from the G League, and he has he has the potential to put on a little bit of a show in transition. Uh, those are the the three guys from the Celtics that I think could make an impact, but they're they're not high likelihood. Right? Yeah, I think that if I was going to do that, I would have to pick uh, Nader there at shooting guard, and if you did that, then it would give you enough for Marcus Morris. And you were really wanting to play Marcus Morris. I, I'm just terrified. I've got to count now because I'm afraid that we have too many Celtics in the lineup. And it looks like we only have four. So outstanding. Lonzo Ball, Terry Rozier, Wayne Ellington, Nader, Durant, Giannis, Bam, Marcus Morris, and Greg Monroe. That's our FanDuel lineup going over to DraftKings. I, Giannis obviously not in this. You've got more room to play with. I've started off with Lonzo Ball at point guard, Kevin Durant at small forward, Omri Caspi at power forward, just trying to uh, trust the process, right? Greg Monroe at center, Aaron Bain at utility. So that gives us 64-66 remaining per player. First off, do you hate any of those plays, Mike? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, I know a lot of people are going to hate seeing Omri Caspi in there, but uh, I I believe that he should be playing this many minutes. I really think tonight is the night that he's going to play them. Uh, so at this point in the day, I think that I'm very comfortable with what we've got started here. And we should go ahead and plug Terry Rozier in at shooting guard because if you can make it fit, you should make it fit tonight. There's a lot of upside for him. That leaves 61.50 for a guard and a forward. You aren't near as cramped as you were with the last lineup. Yeah, no, you're definitely not cramped really at all here. I, I, I like this a lot. Um, honestly, what I would do in this situation is I would probably just stack up the Lakers here just to get more exposure to that game. And I would do that with Isaiah Thomas and then put Contavious Caldwell-Pope at the forward position. Uh, if you do that, like I so said, you're heavily exposed to that game, which I do think is going to be a very competitive game tonight, knowing what the Warriors are missing. So the DraftKings lineup, Lonzo Ball, Terry Rozier, Kevin Durant, Omri Caspi, Greg Monroe, Isaiah Thomas, KCP, and Aaron Baines. It is a Celtics, Lakers, and Warriors kind of night. It's a four-game slate. But we like it. We'll be back tomorrow with more NBA DFS coverage. Mike, you will not be here, but we will have your numbers and your names. I'll try to get see if I can get Chris Towers or Adam Azer to speak and just do an invitation of you for the entire show. Perfect. Uh, just mention Michael Beasley and you'll be set. We'll talk to the rest of you on Thursday. We'll talk to Mike on Friday. Thanks for listening to the Sportsline DFS Podcast.